Hey everyone, this is Christopher Luxon, the former CEO of Ear New Zealand. This is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. This is Tracy Ibarra. I'm an executive solutions at Dell Technologies. This is Travis Chapel, founder of Build Your Network. If you are wanting to learn how to embrace change to navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast. The Leadership is Changing podcast. The Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, my very good friend, Dennis Giannoutsos. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsos. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey listeners, it's now time to adapt in our fast-moving world, and I want to welcome you to the Ask Dennis episode which is a freestyle episode. I'm asked a question by our listeners, or I share my thoughts, insights, and experiences from working with leaders around the globe. Hey, listeners, if you haven't already checked it out, check out the Facebook group. Leadership is changing in wonderful community. We have people there talking about leadership and change and so forth. Hey, uh, team, I want to talk to you today about a topic called Courage to Ask Bold Questions. So I just want to go through that because I've been asked by people, Dennis, how do you ask bold questions? And I don't know if I've got the courage to ask those questions. And should I do it? Or is it career limiting? Will I lose a customer if I ask some bold questions? And so this is what people are thinking and asking me. So I want to have a look at it. And I'm going to talk to you about the fact that there we've got different words. So let's look at the word courage and what that means. It's the quality of a mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, and etc. without fear. It's bravery. So that's what courage is. But what about the word bold? Let's look at that. And here it's got uh, in the meaning that showing a willingness to take risks, confident and courageous. And I will talk to you now about this because the thing is, do you have courage to ask bold questions? Do you have the ability to even ask questions full stop? Many leaders aren't asking questions. In fact, they're not very asking very good questions. It's been said to me that, you know what, the quality of your life, the quality of your business, the quality of your role as a leader comes down to the quality of the questions you ask. Now, that's not something that happens very easily, team, in the sense of you do need to work at it. You do need to grow with it, but it does take some thinking. And so I'm going to be talking to you about this because I'm actually going to give you an example of someone that I've worked with. But before I do that, it's not about being bold and nasty towards somebody in their face. I'm not saying that at all. 
It's the ability to have that courage of being able to ask a bold question at the right time. Now, when is the right time? Well, it depends on every scenario. But you know what? I work with a gentleman who had a survey done. In fact, he and the executive team all had their own surveys done. It was a bit like a 360-degree assessment scenario. And of the results that he got, of the nine uh, members of the executive team, he was number two towards the bottom. He came across as being weak as a leader. He came across of really filling a seat in a lot of the meetings he attended. He didn't add any value, didn't really ask any questions, but just went from meeting to meeting. And I said, talk about that in my introduction. That might be you. You may be able to relate to that, whereby you're running from meeting to meeting because there's so many of them. And you get invited to all these meetings. And do you really need to be at all of them? That's an interesting question. In fact, that's a bold question to ask yourself and ask your peers. Do I really need to be at this meeting? Why can't one of my team members go to this meeting? I can delegate, get them to go, freeze me up to go and do some other things. But no, a lot of leaders want to be at all the meetings. And they feel like they have to be everything to everybody. And I'm here to tell you, you don't. Because you can allow others to go to those meetings. So you have the courage to ask the bold question like, Am I needed at this meeting? Can I send someone of one of my team members along to that meeting? Because I think they can go along. And if they do, you are making a scenario whereby you are showing that you trust them and you're allowing them to fly their wings. So let me go back to the person I was just talking about. So their results wasn't very good. So they were second to the bottom. One thing that they found was that their presence, their executive presence wasn't very strong. They ran from meeting to meeting, as I said before, and the one thing is that they feel like they came across as being weak, but they also feel like they weren't adding any value. But also that's what their peers and their team were saying as well. And so I work with this person to really start to think about their meetings coming up for the week. And I got them to start thinking about what is it that they want out of that meeting? Do they need to attend that meeting? And if not, who can go on their behalf? But if they do attend the meeting, what are three questions they could ask? But I'm actually going to say between one to three questions. And so what this person did is they stepped back once a week and it was about an hour, sometimes on Sunday evening or Monday morning, early in the morning, and they looked at the meetings coming up. Now, the problem is, is because we're working in a dynamic environment, their meetings changed all the time. So they would spend 15 minutes every day just reviewing to see whether those meetings are on track and whether those questions they had were on track as well. So one hour a week to plan, to think about the meetings coming up, but what questions they wanted to ask or whether somebody else needed to go to that meeting instead of them. As a result of this, nine months later, they had another survey done. And once again, they were number two from the top. That's right. They had turned it around. Why? They were going to meeting and to other meetings and they were going there and they were coming across as very strong. They came across as asking some really good quality questions that were relevant for what was happening right there and then, but got others to start thinking about things, challenged others, had the courage to ask some bold questions because they had prepared 
And there was times whereby they just had to ask it and it sort of stopped the room in a great way, in a constructive way, in a way that actually allowed others to start thinking about things and getting them to bring their A-game to the meeting. It showed that they had very strong executive presence now. It showed that they were adding value, even though they didn't have to actually say much. All they needed to do was to ask the right question at the right time. And so, team, I'm going to encourage you to ask the bold questions. Have that courage, because there's probably other people in the room that want to ask the same question as well. But put it in a way that's professional. Put it in a way that's going to come across well, but also looks like you already have thought about what you wanted to ask. And you have, because I'm going to get you to plan. I'm going to get you to think about that beforehand. And so walk into the room with one to three questions that you want to ask based on what this meeting is about and maybe any other information that's already been given to you. Go in there, ask the questions at the right time to the right people. Sit back and listen and listen for the answer. And if you don't get the answer, push back. If you don't get the answer, ask the question again. Because you see, a lot of people will actually panic. But if you ask the question in a way that is helpful, they will answer the question, but they'll also feel like that you're on their side as well, even though it could be a bold question that you're asking. There are many questions that a lot of us can ask, but a lot of us don't actually have the guts, the courage, the willingness, being on the cutting edge to ask some of these questions. And so if we didn't, we're not doing justice to the organisation. If we didn't, then we're not getting the leadership that we deserve. And so I'm going to encourage you to have the courage to ask bold questions. Be like that person I work with, the person who turned around and in nine months became number two in the whole executive team, that the team and other members of other teams wanted to be part of that person's team. They all wanted to join that person. Why? Because that person had the courage to ask bold questions. They had the courage to ask a question, let alone a strong, bold, thinking question. This has really put that person in some very good position and has gone from strength to strength to strength in all their roles that they are doing. They've gone off to do some very senior roles. And a lot of that comes down to the preparation they have done week in and week out. They do it all the time now. I do catch up with that person every now and then, and they've shared with me how it has actually helped them. It's not just that person, it's other people as well. One person in particular, he was going from massive hours per week to reduced hours per week, but productivity through the roof, because one of the things they did, one of many things, but one of the things they did is that they had the courage to ask bold questions at the right time. And for me, it's easy to talk about. For a lot of you, it may be hard to do. So I want to encourage you to think about the questions you might want to ask. It's even the same thing when I'm working with executives and leaders who are going into presentations, who are going into other meetings. I always ask them, what's their intent? What's their intent in the meeting for to get out of the meeting? What's their intent of what their role is in the meeting? 
What is their intent of walking away and what are they looking for? And I would tell you that because they actually start to think like this, they're going into these meetings with more purpose. And they're able to ask these bold questions because they are in a situation whereby they are thinking on their A game and they are wanting to get the results to help the organization, the team, that person move forward to help them set up for success as well. Once again, courage and bold. Bold being showing a willingness to take risks, confident and courageous. The number of times I've asked questions when I've gone, oh, should I ask that? That it's been the best thing that I could have done. The number of times I've seen an organization or a team that I've worked with where I'm facilitating and I've asked that question and it's actually rocked people in the team in a good way. The number of times whereby nothing has been said or the topic isn't being talked about. So I use the analogy where I put the cat amongst the pigeons. And what actually happens is that the whole thing blows up. But I bring it back and control it and manage it and move it forward in a constructive way that they haven't seen before. And as a result of that, you will see leaders, you will see organizations, you will see businesses shift you'll see them transform and you'll see the business and leader go to a new level. Why? Because of having the courage to ask bold questions. Hey team, if there's anything I can do to help you and your organization, for me to come in and facilitate, to have somebody in there with the courage to ask those bold questions, then feel free to reach out to me anytime. There is a skill in actually asking those questions. You can do it. It's only going to take time of you practicing, you thinking about those questions. The reason that a lot of leaders get into trouble, entrepreneurs, whoever they are, they get into trouble because they don't think. They don't step back and think about the intent of the meeting, what they want to get out of the meeting, what questions they want to ask in that meeting, and whether they need to go to that meeting. If you do that, on a regular basis, you'll notice that you'll get a big difference or you'll get a big result from these meetings and you'll start to see the value. So will your organization. People around you will love what you do. Once again, don't go in there being nasty or trying to put people down. I'm not talking about that. What I'm saying is that in a professional, constructive way, you're asking the great questions. You're asking the questions that a lot of people will sit back and go, oh, that's what I wanted to know. Or they'll go, oh, that's the question I wanted to ask. I should have asked, but I didn't. Why? Because I didn't have the courage. But good on that person for asking it on behalf of all of us. And so it could be life-changing for you. It could be just the right thing that organization needs because it's not being said. It's not being asked. So go ahead and ask it. I have people who are applying for roles and they are thinking about it. And so they apply for a role and they sit back and they wait. And I'm like, what are you waiting for? Well, I'm waiting to hear back from them whether I've got an interview coming up. I'm like, don't wait. What? Don't wait. Pick up the phone and talk to them. (gasps) You mean I can actually ring them? Yes. Call them. But isn't that wrong? Well, what's the worst case scenario? 
Mm, I might say no. Okay, well then you know where you stand. This is what's happened to me before, is that I actually apply for a role, and I actually rang the hiring manager and said, look, I know that there is a process going on. This is who I am. We have not met before. I've applied for the role. I know there's a process going on, and you may not want to talk, but I would like to ask you some questions about the role if you are open to that. Now, for me to pick up the phone and ring and ask, it took courage to ask that bold question of, can we have a talk? And that person turned around and said, sure, I've got some time now. Let's talk. And we spoke. Well, I thought we were going to be talking, speaking for about five minutes, 10 minutes at the most. 45 minutes later, guess what? I was the one that got the job. When they pulled us together as a new team, he told my peers that I got the job because I actually had the courage to pick up the phone and ring him. And if I had the courage to pick up the phone and ring him and ask the question and be bold, then that's the kind of person I want on my team. And so team, what about that one question you want to ask people? What about that one thing that you want to know? And so for those people who actually apply for roles, I'm going to encourage you to pick up the phone, ring them, ask them, where are you at? Where are you at with my application? How are things going? Who can I talk to? What questions do you have for me? And things like that. I'm going to encourage you to do that. Why? Because no one else is. They will admire you for picking up the phone. What's the worst they can say? Hey, look, thank you for calling. But really, we just need to let the process happen. And that's all good. There's no problem there at all. But at least you asked it. So whatever you're going to do, whatever business you're in, whatever role you're in, think about the bold questions that you might want to ask. You actually may want to have the courage to actually ask, wait for it, team, this is going to be an interesting one. You may need to have the courage and pluck up that courage to ask somebody a bold question today. That person being yourself. That's right. Some of you may need to ask yourself a bold question. Some of you may not be doing something today. Maybe you are doing something, but it's not world class. You're holding back. There's something you're not doing. Have you got the courage to ask yourself that bold question? Just imagine where you could be next week. Just imagine where you could be in one year. What would your life look like, your business look like? your team look like within five years from now? Ask yourself quality questions to have you the quality of life, the quality of your role, the quality of your business. Have the courage to do it. Have the courage to ask others and have the courage to encourage others to ask bold questions. Team, it's always a pleasure having you on this call. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially the unknown, the unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Look out for the episodes as they're being released. Download them, have a listen, put a review, put a rating. Share them with your friends, your network, your family. If there's any feedback you'd like to give me on the show or any questions you may have for my guests as I interview them, or if you have a question for me on the Ask Dennis episode, feel free to send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com, and that is in the show notes. 
Hey team, once again, thanks for joining me. Hey, join the Facebook group if you haven't already done that. That's the Leadership is Changing Facebook group. It's a great community and we look forward to seeing you there. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.